Merry Christmas, everyone. All right, let's do this. Hey, everyone. Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. What's going on, everyone? I'm starting up the Frankie D Show right now. I'm your host, Frankie D. Thank you. Thank you very much. And hopefully that didn't uh, cut out there in the beginning. I did try to wait a second. So for the people on YouTube, if you didn't, you know, listening live, if it cut out, oh, my recorded listeners, you sh- y'all uh, have heard this. But for my YouTube listeners, if it did cut out, I said Merry Christmas. So, Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Whatever we're calling it. All right, before I get get into uh, that, let me just plug the show real quick. So, everyone, if you're listening on YouTube right now, make sure you subscribe to the Frankie D Show on YouTube. Ding the bell. Hit the thumbs up. You know, you got to smash that subscribe button. Whatever you got to do, just do it. Then uh, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Podbean, wherever the hell you're listening to this, make sure you subscribe to the Frankie D Show on there. Keep listening. I appreciate it. And if you want to follow the show on social media, it's at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. Sound good, people? I, I haven't really at all been posting on Instagram or Twitter. Should do that more. I actually... I went to uh, SantaCon over the weekend. I, I brought it up for a brief minute or two last week, and I ended up going to SantaCon. So I should actually have a picture, probably put it up this weekend maybe. Yeah, should. Uh, from me at, uh, at SantaCon. So if you want to you know, see me at SantaCon, then make sure you're, you're subs- on the uh, Instagram and Twitter, or at least the Instagram who, uh, you know, who knows if I'll put it on the Twitter. I'll definitely at least put it on the Instagram. So make sure you are subscribed to the Frankie D Show on Instagram if you want to see me at SantaCon. SantaCon in New York City. It was packed. A lot of sexy women there. I, I thought of that last week. I was like, huh, I wonder what these women are going to be dressed like. Are they going to be dressed like Santa and they're going to have a fake belly for themselves? Or are they going to be dressed like elves? Or... They're going to be dressed like a Mrs. Claus. And they were dressed like sexy Mrs. Clauses. You could see a lot of their bellies. And the ones that you couldn't see their bellies, you see the legs. And mm, lots of sexy women at SantaCon, people. I had a fun time. I enjoyed it a lot. City was packed. It was crazy to see it that way. Once the pandemic hit, that city died down a lot. I don't know exactly what it's like on a normal basis now. However, for SantaCon, it was packed. So, anyway. Speaking of Christmas, I don't know if I'm going to be doing a show next Friday. I don't think I will. Make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel. And, you know, and anywhere else. Just in case I do post uh, something. But at least, you know, if you're used to listening live, then, you know, you'll get a notification if I go live. But I'm thinking next... Friday's Christmas Eve, there's a good chance I will not be hopping on. Uh, sorry, people. Ugh. Um, so, 
Yeah. I, you know, I just wanted to uh, let everyone know that. You know, I started the show off, I said, Merry Christmas. Yeah, you know, and then I was like, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays. Isn't it crazy how many people get offended when people say Merry Christmas? I, I find that, like, why is that such a big deal? Like, if you don't celebrate Christmas, why not, and someone wishes you a Merry Christmas, why not just say thanks and tell them what you celebrate? Chances are, like, if you're Jewish and you say, oh, thanks, I'm actually Jewish, the person won't be like, shut the fuck up. They'll probably be like, oh, nice, happy Hanukkah. Like, no one has to get offended. My grandfather's Jewish. You know, he says Merry Christmas to a bunch of people. People say Merry Christmas to him, and that that happens. He'll say thank you. Some people, he'll say, I'm actually Jewish. They'll say, oh, happy Hanukkah. It's a beautiful thing. Everyone gets along. It is crazy. I, like, so many people get it. You know, and the thing is, I don't think these people are really offended. They just want to be offended. You know, they got nothing better going on in their lives. They like to, you know, people like to feel like they're fighting for something. So it's like, oh, wait, wait, let's be offended by this. Let, let's make let's make something of this. Let's stir the shit. We could put something on social media. It'll, you know, then we'll get some people on our side, some people not on our side. People will be arguing. You know, to, to them, it excites them. I don't think they're really offended. You know, I don't think there's anything. Like, when someone wishes them a Merry Christmas, I highly doubt that these people, like, when that happens, they're just like, ow. You dick, that really stung. Like, you did not even, like, you didn't know that I don't celebrate Christmas and you're still wishing me a Merry Christmas. And like, what a dick you are. Like, I, nah, I, I don't think the, it really stings them on the inside. Like I said, they, ju- you know, they just want something to uh, be offended about. It excites them. That's what they do. It says more about the people that get offended than it does about the people saying Merry Christmas. I mean, clearly the people that are saying Merry Christmas are nice, right? They're not doing it to be a dick. I mean, maybe they know if you're going to get offended by it and they're saying it just to watch you get offended, which is actually would be pretty funny. Because it's like, wait, I know this person's going to get offended. Let's watch them flip the fuck out. But 99% of the time, it's just people, you know, they want to be nice. They want to say, hey, Merry Christmas. Uh, you know, so they're, they're being nice and then these people are getting offended and, you know, they'll flip out and shit. And it's like, well, that says more about you. These people are being nice. All you had to say was, oh, no, I don't, don't celebrate it. Celebrate Hanukkah or whatever holiday. And then they'll say, oh, like like I already said, they'll say, oh, well, ha- happy Hanukkah. Then you say, thank you. And then since now you know they celebrate Christmas, you say, well, thank you. Merry Christmas. Everyone gets along, Right. I don't know. I I found that I've found that very interesting. I and mean, you know, when I was younger, everyone just said Merry Christmas. Now everyone says, everyone has their own version now. There's a bit of people that say Happy Holidays. There's a bit of people that will just say Merry Christmas. Still, there's a people that'll try to combine them all. Like I guess, like I did in the uh, before, they'll be like Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holiday. And, you know, and they'll try to throw them all in there. Happy uh, Kwanzaa. You know, every single holiday that's around. 
You know, maybe even Valentine's Day. That's many months away, but, you know, that's a few months away. But, you know, they'll just throw them all in there. Just try to get them all out of the way. It's, I don't know. I find that uh, very interesting. People, let me know what you think about that. Is it a big deal if people say Merry Christmas? (laughs) Or are those just the assholes? Is it really malice they have in them? They're like... No, we're gonna we're gonna say Merry Christmas to be dicks. Let me know what you think, people. I just think uh, people want to be offended by shit. Oh man, you know, I, I and uh, speaking of Christmas, you know, this is probably the show, uh, my last show before Christmas. Like I said, most likely I won't be on next Friday, so I'm gonna talk about Christmas for the first few minutes here. I, you know, I want to know what is up. With the shitty Christmas movies. Everyone jerks these these Christmas movies off like there's no tomorrow. Every, you know, everyone goes through them all. The heat miser. What, you know, they, people love these Christmas movies. I think majority of them suck and majority of them are creepy. Now, don't get me wrong. I love Elf. Elf is hilarious. Now, I wonder if there's people that just like hate Will Ferrell right now and they're like, are you kidding me? You're trashing these creepy Christmas movies, but you like Elf or Will Ferrell. It's like, well, yeah, that that is true. Um, I watch Frosty. It's not that I'm like, oh man, this is a great movie, but whatever, classic. I watch it. I'm I've seen in the past the Chevy Chase one, the Christmas Vacation movie. I know that one. It's funny. I don't exactly remember. It, but I don't know. I remember enough to where I thought it was funny. So, you know, so there's some that are funny. There's some that aren't. But uh, most of them, like, when it comes to, like, the cartoon-type ones, I find them very creepy. I, I just find them creepy-looking. I think, like, it, you know, everything in them was just, like, weird. Like, I mentioned, I don't even remember what they're called. That that Heat Miser one, I was like, these are weird-looking things. Um, Even Rudolph. Like, I don't know, they just look like creepy Christmas decorations. Do I, like, do people really think these are good movies? There's nothing in the plots there or anything where I'm like, wow, you know what, this is really creative, really good? Yeah. Woo. I'm just like, no, this, this is creepy. Thank God these are only on once a year. I don't, like, I, don't, I just don't understand it. Oh, man. But, uh, you, you know, everyone just loves Christmas. Let's see. <clears throat> then I know another thing. I I, th- I think I mentioned this the other week. Christmas music starts way too early. I am, I must just be sounding like a, a Scrooge right now, you know, if we're going with Christmas terms. Christmas music, it's starting way too early. I think it was like the second week in November, and I started hearing a bunch of radio stations playing Christmas music. I don't need, I don't want to be hearing Christmas music. Uh the second week in November on the radio. Yeah, you, you, you know there it would sound like every radio station was doing it, but there were like two or three and I'm like I, I don't need to be hearing Christmas music already. That stuff gets old quick. I don't want to you know save it till December. Uh, you know, and I know every where at least starts playing, you know, you know Black Friday and stuff. Whatever. At least you were after Thanksgiving at that point. 
But it, it is playing way too early. I am sick and tired of hearing Christmas music already. I've been tired of it for weeks now, and I shouldn't be. They should just wait to start playing it. So right now, I should be in just fall Christmas spirit instead of like, I don't want to hear this anymore. I just play some of the songs I want. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Some people really, like, you know, they jerk that stuff off, too. They're, you know, Mar- Mariah Carey, they want to hear All I Want uh, for Christmas is You, like, all freaking day. I'm like, I-, I know some people that play that song, like, all year round, and I'm like, come on, save it. Save it for the Christmas time. November is just way too freaking early. And... What's with these, you know, chicks that write these Christmas songs clearly wanting to bang Santa Claus? Has anyone ever realized that? A lot of the songs that the females write, there's a bunch of them. I'll name a few, but there's a bunch. These chicks are horny for Santa. I mean, they're Santa baby. I mean, everyone's got to know Santa baby. Chick clearly wants Santa you know, she's literally telling him to hurry down the chimney for her. And she's singing the song all sexually and stuff. I'm like, uh, whoa. Then there's a song, Hey Santa. There, these chicks are waiting for Santa also. And, and then even the Jackson 5, I remember, you know, they have, uh, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Michael Jackson's mom cheated on his dad with Santa. Michael caught her he literally says it in the song i saw mommy kissing and then he even says i'm telling daddy he's telling it and what's his dad gonna do like santa's got like powers right he's got something she had no problem cheating on uh michael jackson's dad with santa what is with these uh women that find santa to be such a heartthrob I, I, I'm very curious about that. Like, ladies, you do realize he's an elderly. Actually, I shouldn't even say elderly. He is ancient. He's an ancient, obese man with a long white beard. And honestly, in like a lot of movies and pictures you see and stuff, he's bald also. So he is an obese, elderly, uh, bald man with a long white beard. Does that scream heartthrob to you? Also, you do realize he has a wife, you homewreckers. So, you know, your homewreckers, he's a cheater, clearly. So he doesn't sound like too great of a person there. And he breaks into people's houses. Now, he does leave gifts, but why is this old man leaving children gifts? It's kind of creepy if we actually think about it. Well, you know, so I I am very uh, curious. What is with these women that make these songs about Santa thinking he's such a heartthrob? Like, really, in your life, if you see a bald, obese man with a long, white beard, are, are you really going to find him attractive? And what if you see, you know, he has a toy and he's, like, trying to lure kids over to him and give him give these kids toys for free? Are you going to be like, oh, yeah, nope, even sexier? And then, wait, wait, wait. Even better, we see this same-looking guy breaking into houses. Does uh, breaking and entering sound sexy to you, women? I want to know where the idea 
came up for these women to make these uh, sexy songs about Santa Claus. All right, that's my uh, rant about Christmas. Man, I really must have sounded like a Scrooge there. Jeez. Let's see uh, what the uh, chat says here. We have, oh, no, 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 hell no. What's up? And then we have Mr. A. I say, bah humbug. How we doing, Mr. A? <laughs> yeah, I know. I must have been sounding like a freaking Scrooge. You know, it's not, I'm just, it's not like I'm even like, well, the Christmas music thing where it's playing too early. That I'm trying to complain about. The rest is just like, I'm just kind of confused about. I'm just like, why are people offended with stuff? Why are these women finding an elderly obese bald man sexy? Why is Santa a cheater? Why are these women homewreckers? I'm just confused. Okie dokes. Well, that is my uh, Christmas rant. So, for everyone listening to, I guess this is like the Christmas show this year. I guess unless I do a show next week, but I, like I said, I, I think uh, Christmas Eve will probably be taken off. So, hope you guys enjoyed the Christmas rant. So, now I'm going to move on to my next topic. Not about Christmas at all. This actually, and I'm probably only be, t- I'll talk about it this week and then Next time I'm on, I'll probably talk about uh, this again because it's happening. Oh, tomorrow it's actually happening. Talk about the Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley number two fight, but I'm only talking about it today just because the fight's tomorrow. And I'm talking about it next time I'm on. Just, yeah, I don't even know how long I'll talk about it. We'll see. Uh, Just to, you know, go over the fight since I did that with his last fight. Or actually, his last two fights, I think. I think I did that with the Ben Askren fight, and I did that with uh, his the uh, Tyron Woodley fight. So, no one seems to be caring about this one. And I'm honestly, like, one of the people. Like, I guess I care about it enough to where I'm talking about it. But the, the last Jig Paul fight, and the one before that, they you know, they were big. Especially, I feel like the Ben Askren one was bigger. And I guess that's because... And people thought, all right, he's going against an actual fighter. And then, boom, he knocks him out. So people are like, oh, well, he didn't go against a boxer. Then he goes against Tyron Woodley, another UFC fighter. But, that, you know, this one definitely bigger, seems to have more power. People are like, all right, well, this is uh, UFC's redemption for Ben Askren. And then he loses... So then people really just want to see a boxer. Then we get Tommy Fury. But I got to be honest with you. Tommy Fury, I feel, like that fight didn't really, I don't know. I didn't feel that, it didn't seem like it was getting that much publicity either. Like I feel like the Ben Askren one uh, was getting way more. uh, And I guess even Tyron, for sure, Tyron Woodley number one was getting way more, in my opinion, publicity than the Tommy Fury one, which is weird because, again, Tommy Fury is an actual professional boxer. But I feel it really wasn't getting that much publicity. Then he, you know, I talked about it last week, he pulled out from an illness. So, you know, now it's like, well, we're just getting Tyron Woodley. You got no one wants to see that. We already saw that. So I'm curious how much money this is going to make because are people still going to buy the fight? 
Like, I feel like that was part of the fun. At least maybe people would be buying... I think more people would be buying it if Tyron beat him in the last one. And people would be like, oh, can Jake get the redemption? But I don't think anyone really cares if Tyron gets the redemption. Like, you know, I basically forgot that guy's name after the first fight. It's like, wait, who's that guy? After Ben Askren? At least Ben Askren kind of made some sort of a name for himself. Like, I don't know. I just kind of forgot about uh, Tyron Woodley after the first Jake Paul fight. It's funny, too, because Tyron Woodley... He thought everyone would want to see the rematch when he lost. He at the end of that at the end of that fight, he literally said like, "Oh, if you thought round one was big, wait till we get round two. You know, I forget exactly what he said, but it was something along the lines of that. And it's like, no, no, no one wants to see that again. It's like no one cares. He just wanted the money, but no one cares. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I wish, I really wish he was boxing Tommy Fury. So this time he'd be going against an actual boxer. Even if people say he's not a good boxer, it's like, well, he is going against one. That's part of his way of working up. And uh, also, he, T- Tommy Fury's dad was, uh, you know, crazy, as we saw last week. So I wanted to hear more shit come out of uh, his dad's mouth. All right, I actually, I have a quick article, because apparently the weigh-in was today, even though I think I saw before that it's going to be live on YouTube, it's like, well, if it's live, how did it already happen? But, uh, all right, I have this quick article talking about the weigh-in. So, Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley, too, is ready to roll. The boxing rival successfully made the 192-pound limit for their eight-round catchweight uh, rematch that goes down Saturday on Showtime pay-per-view at Amelie Arena in Tampa, Florida. Paul weighed in at 191.4 pounds, while Woodley weighed in at 189.6 pounds. Uh, For their first meeting back on August 29th, Paul weighed in at 190 pounds, and Woodley at 189.5 pounds. Paul defeated the former UFC welterweight champion by split decision. Paul, an infamous YouTuber turned boxer, was originally scheduled to fight British reality TV star... It's funny that they're they're kind of downplaying uh, Tommy Fury now. They're instead of saying professional boxer, he was originally scheduled to fight British reality TV star Tommy Fury. Guess he doesn't count as a uh, a real boxer. So he was uh, scheduled to fight Tommy Fury on December 18th, but Woodley stepped in on short notice when Fury withdrew due to a rib injury and a chest infection. Now. I don't want to hear excuses for Woodley if he gets beaten, saying, well, it was short notice. Especially, I saw this uh, video before uh, with Jake and Tyron talking to each other. Ariel Helwani, he's like a, uh, I guess like a sports journalist guy. They, he, it was, uh, he was like interviewing the two of them. They are having a conversation. And Tyron did say, he was like, this is like short notice for all of you. Not, you know, not for me or... But he, he claims he started training right after the last fight. So I don't want to even hear any excuses if he gets knocked out or if he gets beaten or anything. I, I really just wish this fight wasn't happening. Because we already saw Jake win. And if he loses, it's like, well, what, now do we get a round three? Like, I don't want to see round three. I want him to keep boxing different people. Um... Co-main event lightweight Amanda Serrano and Miriam, I don't know how to pronounce this, Gutierrez 
I know I definitely just had to butcher that. Also successfully made weight, coming in at 133.8 pounds and 133.6 pounds, respectively. In a matchup that serves as one of Saturday's special attractions, former NBA star Duran Williams, did I pronounce that right? Duran Darren Williams and former NFL star Frank Gore made their fight official as both successfully made the heavyweight limit with Williams weighing 211.2 pounds and Gore 209.6. The Paul Woodley two official weigh-ins took place Friday morning. See the results below. All right, so Jake Paul was 191.4 pounds and Tyron Woodley is uh, 100... I See, we got two different things here. The weight up here says 189.6 for Tyron. The one down here says 185.6. So, in this article, they messed up. One of these is the right weight, one of these is wrong. They messed up by one number. They're, they're both in the 180s and they both ended point six. Um. So, I guess we'll just have to, uh, someone will have to look at that. I'll probably check after the show. Amanda Sereno, 133.8. And Miriam Gutierrez, however the hell you pronounce that, 133.6. I wonder what these women think about being weighed and like having their weight out to everyone. Most women have a problem with their weight being out to the world. They're like, oh, we don't want people to know what we weigh. And these chicks are like, yep. We'll just put that uh, weight out there. I don't give no craps. Uh, the Darren Williams, Daron Williams, I don't know how to pronounce it. He's 211.2, Frank Gore is 209.6, and Liam Perro is 139.4, and Yomar Alamo is 139. And, the, the like, who are these people? Were they even worth putting on? Like, these pay-per-views, they start late, they go so long, and I'm like, I'd rather just have a shorter pay-per-view just with, like, the bigger names. I guess they, they, I don't know, maybe they figure, well, we got it. You know, we're charging these people. How, how much do they even charge? 70, 80 bucks, maybe? I, I like, they charge people a lot of money, so I guess they figure, well, we give them so many fights. Let's see, the prelim card. Anthony Taylor's 167.8 pounds, and Chris Avila is 166.4. Jay Leon Love is 197, and Marcus Oliveira is 198.6, and the last one, uh, Giovanni Estella is 149.6, and Chris Rollins is 149.4. So if anyone cared about <laughs> about these people's weights, there you go. All right. Let's see, check the chat before I go to, uh, before I take a trivia break. Mr. A said, Woodley is going to win just so there's a third. It's all for show and money. Well, I really hope that doesn't happen. I really hope that doesn't happen. If if people are caring this little about the second one, would they really care about Well, I guess maybe they would because then it's a tiebreaker. But I, I, I don't want to see that happen. I don't even want to see this one. And Mr. A said, I'm starting to think... Jay Paul paid Fury to back out in case uh, Jake Paul lost. Beats the hell out of me. It's possible. I don't know. All right. 
I'm going to take a uh, quick trivia break, and I'll be back with the rest of my stuff. Sound good, people? All right. Enjoy the trivia. All right. Trivia break. So I've got five different questions for five different categories. I'll start this off by reading off each category. Then I'll read each trivia question twice. After I go through all the trivia questions twice, I will then go through the answers. If you get any of the questions correct, here's a special congratulations from me, Frankie D. And if you get any of the trivia questions incorrect, then who really gives a crap? We're not playing for prizes. And the categories are cartoons, universities, sports, music, and astronomy. Alright, so the first question, the category is cartoons. Who is Scooby-Doo's nephew? Again, who is Scooby-Doo's nephew? You know, a nephew with a certain kind of power. I think you guys could get this. He was in the cartoon and in the movie. Is that even saying too much? I didn't even want to say what kind of power he had because I thought that would give too much away. Okay, going on to the next question. The category is universities. In what U.S. state would you find Purdue University? Again, in what U.S. state would you find Purdue University? And going on to the next question. The category is sports. Who won the U.S. Open men's tennis title? In 1990, at the age of 19. Again, who won the U.S. Open men's tennis title in 1990 at the age of 19? For all you tennis fans out there. If you're not a tennis fan, is tennis that popular a sport where if you're not a tennis fan, you can know something like that? Like, this guy's name I've never heard of in general. Like, I don't, I'm not a big sports fan. But I do know people's names in other sports like, you know, basketball, Michael Jordan, uh, baseball, Derek Jeter. Like, like there's certain people I know from sports, but tennis, I don't know any man's name in tennis as, as far as I know of. Maybe I do. If I, if anyone knows a very popular tennis player that they think I would know, let me know. Okay, next question. The category is music. What is the name of Beyonce's sixth studio album that came out in 2016 and shares its name with a tasty summer beverage? Again, what is the name of Beyonce's sixth studio album that came out in 2016 and shares its name with a tasty summer beverage? I I honestly would not know that. It's not like I know many Beyonce songs. So, sorry for... uh, my fans that are like, what the hell? We don't know any Beyonce songs. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. And the last question. The category is astronomy. Which planet in our solar system is named after the Roman god of the sea? Again, which planet in our solar system is named after the Roman god of the sea? If you think SpongeBob, you should be able to get this. Okay, let's go through the answers. First question, the category was cartoons. Who is Scooby-Doo's nephew? The answer is Scrappy-Doo. He had puppy power. 
Okay, the next question, the category was universities. In what U.S. state would you find Purdue University? That is in Indiana. The next question, the category was sports. Who won the U.S. Open men's tennis title in 1990 at the age of 19? And the answer is Pete Sampras. That's the one I did my big tangent on before. Uh, The next question, the category is music. What is the name of Beyonce's sixth studio album that came out in 2016 and shares its name with a tasty summer beverage? The answer is Lemonade. And the last question, the category was astronomy. Which planet in our solar system is named after the roaming god of the sea? And the answer to that is Neptune. Okie dokes, that is all the trivia questions for this week. Hope you guys enjoyed, and now it is time to get back to the show. Alright people, I'm back. Hope you enjoyed the trivia. Got Mr. A in here, he took, uh, had some answers here. Said Scrappy, Indiana, Lemonade. Said Jupiter, come on Mr. A. The god of the sea, Neptune. Didn't you watch Spongebob at all? Come on, man. That's like the one I really know. Neptune and uh, Poseidon. The god the god of the sea. I think they're the same god, right? Just in Greek mythology, it was uh, Poseidon in Roman mythology or something like that. It's Neptune, something like that. I don't even know. But yeah, Neptune. Come on, Mr. A. Get your head out of your ass. Jupiter. Come on. All right. I'm going on to my... Uh, Last topic here before I give Whitney Cummings a call. This might be my last week for Whitney Cummings. The possibility I do one in the new year just to say Happy New Year, but I I need to switch her up. I feel like I've done her. I've uh, called her way longer than I called any of the other people. Called Conan for a few weeks. Called Theo Vaughn for a few weeks. I think... Conan, I did for four or five. I think Theo was the same. Whitney, I don't even know. I've been calling her for a while now. But anyway, last topic here. Goes along kind of. Well, it goes along with my my MILF topics in the past. In the past. But in the past, it's usually like, you know, the female teachers making their male students and stuff. This is a mom who is 44 years old and... She has a daughter that's 21, and they look like they're the same age. So this I saw, I was like, I don't even believe that this woman's 44. Like, she doesn't look like the stereotypical MILF. Like, you know, I don't know, she just looks so young. Like, most of the time you get a MILF, and they look like one. You know, they do look like, you know, they're mid-aged or whatever. You know, you'd be like, all right, they look like they're late 30s, early 40s, maybe even 50s. This chick, though, she looks like she's in her 20s. And, you know, it's crazy, too. Like, she honestly, to me, she looks hotter than her daughter. Like, her daughter's good-looking and everything, but to me, she looks hotter than her daughter. And they really look like they're, like, the same age. Like, they definitely both pull off, you know, 20. Or they look like they're around the same age. Her name's Jolene Diaz. Jolene Diaz? wonder if she's related to Joey Diaz. Imagine if she was a teacher. Man. Oh, man, those students would be going wild. 
there'd be a student trying to make her a headline of one of those stories that I uh, read. All right, let's um, let's get into uh, the article about her. See what it has to say. Youthful mother, 44, who goes on double dates with her lookalike daughter. Should they go on double dates together? I would not want to go on a double date with anyone in my family, but especially, like, why if you're a, if you're a 21-year-old daughter, why, why would you want to go on a double date with your mom? All right, so uh, f- youthful mother, 44, who goes on double dates with her lookalike daughter, 21, reveals her profile is regularly deleted from Hinge because people don't believe she's real. Wait, she definitely doesn't look 44. It's funny, she's telling the truth. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm 44. It's like, no, you're not, you freaking liar. You just want to get older men or something. I don't know. She definitely, she doesn't look 44, though, at all. Jolene Diaz, people. Look her up. Diaz, I don't know exactly, you know. Exactly, it's spelled D-I-A-Z. If it's said the same way as Joey Diaz, then it's Diaz. Uh, so anyway, the article here. A hot mother who looks identical, I wouldn't say they look identical, but they look like, they, you know, they could pass as sisters. Uh, a hot mother who looks identical to her 21-year-old daughter has revealed all about her romantic life, including going on double dates with her child and constantly having her dating profile deleted. Why does she even need a dating profile? This woman is gorgeous. She does not need a dating profile. She should just be able to walk in on the streets and guys would just grovel to her. Jolene Diaz, 44. She, oh my, I'm looking at the picture of her right now. She, there is like no way this chick is 44 years old. I, I don't believe it. She looks like she's like young 20. She doesn't even look like she's like 28, 29. Oh my God. Jolene Diaz, 44, from California, puts her youthful glow to old-fashioned clean living and gets younger men sliding into her DMs on a regular basis. I mean, that's not... It, it might not even be the fact that they're like, oh yeah, we like older women, old milfs and stuff. They might be like, oh, we just thought you were our freaking age. However, dating isn't as straightforward as it seems for the internet-appointed hot mother as she claims... People keep reporting her hinge profile because they think she's a catfish. Well, you know, in, in honest, in all honesty, you can't really blame these people. She does not look forty-four at all. Man, she got a nice body, nice rack here, nice slim body. She is hot. There is like no, people look her up. Jolene Diaz, J O L E E N D I A Z. I think I even put her name in the, um, let me, ch- I think I even put her name in, uh, the about or whatever it is on, uh, the YouTube here. And, you know, for the people listening to the recorded, uh, uh on the recorded apps like Apple, Spotify and all that stuff, it, it'll be in there. You, you people got to look her up. There is like no way that this woman's 44. Let's see. Originally from Guam, the high school teacher and mother of one moved to California when she was 10 and has been single since splitting from daughter. Milani's father, 14 years ago. Oh my God. Looking at them both in bikinis right here. Like, geez. I find the mom is hotter. 
Uh, they're both good looking, but the mom is hotter. I, I'm scrolling past another picture now. She got a sexy uh, tattoo on her belly. I'm not even like ever. I'm not even a fan like of tattoos on the belly, really. But it's just like she's so hot that it's like, all right, sure, it works. I she has to be lying. There's a picture of her and her 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 daughter here. If that if they're telling the truth, they look like they're like they both look like they're early twenties. There's no way that this woman's 44. Let's see. I'm actually on Hinge, but I've had my account deleted several times, Jolene told Jam Press. It's funny. I think people think I'm a fake account and report me. I could link my Instagram to my profile, which would likely help prove that it's really me, but I don't do it because I think social media doesn't present the simple uh, down-to-earth person I am. But Hinge does. I'd like to be able to connect with someone and then explain my social media to them once they know me a bit more. Oh, so what's on her social media? She has to explain something. She have like naked pictures on there or something? None of these pictures. Hey, speaking of Santa, I was talking about him before. They're, her and the daughter, they're sitting on Santa's lap here. None of these pictures are showing her age whatsoever at all. I don't believe that she, this woman's 44 years old. I'm going to sound like a broken record here, but I keep going past pictures. There's just more and more pictures on here. No way. Let's see. There, oh, there is a v- video here. Let's see. There's going to be a... Oh, wait. No, there's no ad. Let's see what this video has in it. There's no volume. It's just them doing the Macarena. All right. Well, there's no volume. They're not talking. Whatever. We'll go past that. Uh. Jolene isn't short of male suitors with over 565,000 followers on Instagram at Jolene Diaz. And they often ask her out on dates. She said, I do get younger men messaging me on social media. The majority of the messages are very polite and most are very complimentary and positive about me promoting a positive lifestyle. They do ask to go out on a date, maybe dinner or a hike. But I know that this is just curiosity and not a real intent on pursuing anything more than the narrative they think of me. Are you sure they really think like you're a 44-year-old woman? They really might just think you're a hot woman around their age. Man, very hot picture of her in a bikini here. Uh, When younger men ask me out on dates, I find it equally as flattering as men my age or older asking me out. I think it takes a lot of courage to approach someone and ask them to meet with you one-on-one. Well, it doesn't really take that much courage for a lot of these weirdos on, like, Instagram and stuff. I hear about people sliding into the DMs all the time. They're hiding behind a freaking keyboard. I don't think it really takes that much courage for them. There's a lot of these men that really don't care if they're seen as creepy on the internet. Let's see. I think some younger men tend to fantasize a bit more about what it would be like dating someone older where men my age or older are more pragmatic and looking for someone to enjoy simple things in life. The thing is, though, with these older men or the ones around her age, they probably don't think she's around their age. So they're like, all right, I'm getting a younger broad. And then, bam, it's like, wait, you're 44? The hell? Let's see. However, Jolene isn't interested in dating a toy boy. Well, I guess I'm out of the picture then. I mean, hell, dude, I'll be more than a toy boy if she wants. 
Dave, for so many months. I mean, she'll dump me sooner or later. Let's see. Bunch of sexy pictures of her. Man, I am, like, intrigued at this story. I can't... I, I don't think I'm going to be going on too much longer with this story. It's pretty long, but... Let's see. The mom said, age isn't a deal breaker for me. Oh, wait. Maybe I'm back in the picture then. It's about finding someone I'm able to help continue becoming a better person and growing and them doing the same for me. Well, hey, she could help me become a better person and help me grow. I'm all down for that. But I don't want to date a toy boy. I don't even know what that means. I think we're actually good. I would never even remotely consider dating someone who is young enough to be friends with my daughter. Oh, well, I mean, I'm older than her daughter. I, I really, everyone, please look this chick up. We got to find out if this chick's telling the truth about her age. I, I just don't believe it. Jolene and Milani are so close that when they're both in relationships, they love going on double dates together. Hey, I'll go on the double dates. Let's see, more pictures, more pictures. Man, very beautiful woman. All right, I think we're actually at the end of the article here. The mom said, when we are both seeing people, we will often go bowling to the movies, hikes, to the beach. We haven't gone on a double date recently, but she and I are very close, so we definitely will again. Milani asks for my advice on dating all the time. I love that she trusts in the advice I give. I feel like she's well-balanced in dating, and I'm glad my experiences can help her out. I wonder how young this woman's dated and how young she would consider dating. Because she, she just said she wouldn't date someone that's young enough to be friends with her daughter. But what does that mean? Her, friend, her daughter could be friends with someone in their 40s. Let's see. If anyone out there is considering sliding into Jolene's DMs, she has some stipulations on the type of men she prefers. Uh-oh, this is where she might take me down. The mom added, I gravitate towards ambitious, motivated men, someone who is confident, has a positive outlook, and can communicate well. I right, well, that's good, because I see, I hear some women say, like, they only date six uh, men that are six feet tall and over, and I'm like, well, I, you know, yeah, Jolene here, she ain't asking for that, so we might be okay. They must be able to contribute equally both financially and emotionally in a relationship. And they have to love dogs as I have a golden retriever. Well, Jolene, I love dogs. Golden retrievers, love them. They also must love being outdoors and being physically active. I love the... uh, Jolene, we could go fishing together. This is is working out. I feel this. Um, I want to see what some of these comments have to say about this. Let's see, this one comment says, Filters make old people look many years younger than they actually are. Madonna, Cher, and Joe Biden are prime examples. Well, I don't, I don't know about that. Biden, you really think he looks that much younger? Biden ain't looking 44 years old. Uh, the daughter is quite hot too, I agree with that comment. Looks good, unfortunately filtered right up. I think she does look good for her age, but the smug makes her less attractive. All right, so I don't doubt that she has a lot of filters I don't, on here, but the thing is, how many years can the filters give her? I mean, can they really give her 20 years? Like, I honestly think she looks like she's like 21, 22, maybe 23 at oldest. Uh, let's see, I hope the mom never goes missing. If 
these are the photos used to identify her. They will be looking forever because she clearly doesn't actually look like this. Uh, the daughter still hit it, though. Uh, they look so stupid. Okay, so a lot of people are talking crap about them, saying she's just filtered. I mean, she 100% is, you know, sure, she has filters. Every woman uses filters. But, like, I don't know. In these pictures, I'm like, like, how many years can the filters give her? Maybe I'm just ignorant to it. I don't know. Maybe they do give uh, more years than I thought, but I don't know. Let's see what the uh, chat has to say about this. That was the end of the article. Uh, my gets asked if she or my wife, Mister Ace, and my wife gets asked if she and my daughter are sisters all the time. I mean, I you know it happens, but I don't know. This woman, I I, I guess maybe it is the filters. This woman just looks so much younger in these pictures than 44. Like, I could see the filters giving her 5, 10 years or something. It's like, oh, I thought she was like 30, 32 or something. But, um, well, I just did more than 5, 10 years. But, uh, I, you know, I don't know. She, to me, she looks like 20, 20 to 23. Alrighty. That is it with uh, my topics today. I'm going to give Whitney Cummins a call real quick. And then we are done with the show. Sound good, people? One second. I need to uh, get the setup. I, I, only, I always do it during the show. I guess I should uh, do it beforehand, but whatever. All right, we are all ready. Here we go. Got to turn the volume down first. She always yells in my freaking ear. Come on. Hey, everyone. Ah. You have reached Whitney Cummings on the Good For You podcast hotline. Leave a message or a question or a statement or a tidbit. Okay. Or a little adorable... Sentence? I don't know. And I'm going to play it on the podcast. Cool. Yo, what up, Whitney? It's Frankie D again. Had a pork roll today. Still haven't heard you call it a pork roll, but I had one today. Tasted very good. Usually, you know, I go for the thin Taylor. Not, you know, not Taylor Ham. Taylor Brand. Taylor Pork. I usually go for the thin Taylor. Today, I just went for Hatfield. It was so good. I liked it. Very good. Um, you know, just in case I don't get to talk to you next week, Merry Christmas or Happy Hanukkah or... Happy holiday, whatever we're going to call it. And, um, you know, you know what I was thinking before? I was like, why are the, the Christmas songs that women sing, why are they always, like, sexual about Santa? Like, they're Santa baby. That woman's waiting for Santa to crawl down the chimney. There's Hey Santa. They're waiting for Santa. There's I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus, the Jackson 5, where... Michael Jackson literally catches his mom cheating on his father with Santa. She's a homewrecker. I mean, you know, she does realize Santa has a uh, a wife also, Mrs. Claus. I think we're all aware of her. And what kind of man is Santa Claus? Seriously. Cheating on Mrs. Claus? That's not right. We're always hearing these songs about uh, about him, like, you know, 
meeting up with these chicks. These chicks are waiting for him. They're clearly doing stuff. Like, what kind of man is he? And then Michael Jackson literally caught him kissing his mother. He's a cheater. It's not right. What What is that about? I, I, I don't understand that. What's with these women, though, too? It's like they do realize he's an obese, elderly, bald man, right? Like, what? why is he such a heartthrob to these women? Is it the fact that he can make his slave or his elves uh, make them whatever they, whatever these women want? Is is that it? They're like, oh, I could just get toys all year round. I don't understand it, Whitney. I really don't. All right. Well, again, Merry Christmas. Uh, eat a porkel sandwich, and we will talk again. All right. Peace out. All right, everyone. That was my call to uh, Whitney Cummings this week. Hope you enjoyed. Like I said, I got to be switching it up. Find someone else's uh, hotline to annoy. All right, just going to plug the show real quick, and I'm out of here. So everyone that was listening on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the Frankie D Show. Smash the subscribe button, ding the bell. Uh, Do what you got to do there. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Podbean, wherever the hell you're listening, make sure you subscribe to me on there and keep listening to the episodes. And if you want to follow the show on social media, Instagram and Twitter is at the Frankie D Show. Like I said, I should be posting a picture on probably the Instagram at least of me at SantaCon if you want to check that out. All right, everyone, I'm out of here for everyone listening. Again, uh, thank you very much. Thanks, Mr. A, for chiming in there. Enjoy seeing you in the chat. Again, Merry, if I'm, especially if I'm not here next week, which I don't think I will be. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays. Happy anything you're celebrating. And uh, there's some birthdays. I'm sure so happy birthday to you people that have birthdays this weekend too or next week on you know it must actually really stink to have a birthday on Christmas like everyone's just consumed with Christmas and wishing people Merry Christmas it's like I feel like the birthdays just don't get as acknowledged all right I'm out of here people again thank you again and if I'm not back next week I'll see you in two weeks then on a Friday at 3 p.m. All right, thanks for listening. Peace.